Chapter 13 Demands These are the demands from our Emperor. If the town of Amber Leaves can agree to all of these conditions, we will accept your surrender and stop the battle, Shin stated officially before reading out all the terms present in the scroll. The terms included very common terms such as taxes to be paid in money or as crops, ability for the Empire to use and control the land and population as it sees fit, the condition for complete surrender and loyalty as part of the Flame Dragon Empire. All terms were common, and nothing stood out except for one in which Shin read with more emphasis than the rest. After all, this term was just recently added by the Emperor himself, less than a month prior to this. As for the final condition, the town of Amber Leaves agrees to send the most beautiful and talented virgin to represent the town as an ambassador. The ambassador will live in the Imperial Palace for the rest of her life and serve the Empire in good faith. That is all. Sir, we agree to all the conditions. However, I do not have a daughter to offer to the Empire. My only daughter died from an illness when she was but a child, the town ruler pleaded while on his knees. Well, that's unfortunate, but you see, nowhere in the terms does it state that it has to be the ruler's daughter. The term just states that the most beautiful and talented virgin be sent to the Empire. Of course, you're more than welcome to send more than one if you want the Empire to favor your town more. After all, Competition between towns for the favor of the main empire is fierce, Shin replied briskly, but with a chilling smile. He knew well why the emperor had explicitly added this term, twisting the norm that existed before. Before it was common for the conqueror to ask for a young child from the main bloodline of the ruler to hold as a hostage in the imperial palace to ensure that the conquered town behaves well. However, the emperor hated that rule as he cared too much for the children and didn't deem them necessary for the empire to control the states and town. So he had that rule completely removed. That was until around a month ago when the rule was added back into the terms, but with a twist. Instead of asking for the oldest child of the ruler, it asked explicitly for the most desirable women. All of this was for the sake of beefing up the crown prince's harem with the hope to produce some heirs for the empire. The emperor has gotten desperate regarding this matter. Well, from how I see it, just getting one heir would be a super good start already. Considering the crown prince's lack of interest in his harem or who was in it, wishing for multiple heirs at this point was a wild stretch. I was sure that the emperor knew of this as well. Understood, sir. We, the town of Amber Leaves, agree to all the terms. Please stop the battle immediately. The town head cried out in submission as he bowed his head low onto the ground. The other village elders and others that were present also did the same. Good. The woman in question is to be sent as soon as possible and within three days. Shin stated flatly as he turned to leave. The term ambassador was used, but everyone knew that it was just a word chosen to soften the blow of the word hostage, or sacrifice. What the emperor wanted was a hostage, or a sacrifice that the village had to choose to offer to the empire. Sending the right woman who could win the favor of the emperor would highly benefit the village. However, the opposite was also true if the woman incurred the emperor's wraith. We have to send a woman as a sacrifice to the conqueror. That woman will definitely be tortured, raped, and then executed publicly on the streets. 
who should we send? No father will be willing to sacrifice his daughter, one of the elders spoke up quite bluntly. There is no guarantee that she will be treated that harshly. If the emperor wants to keep us under his thumb, he will take care of the hostage well, another elder voiced. Usually they would ask for children from the head family. However, this time they are asking for a virgin woman. It is clear that the woman will be raped and shut in the harem for her whole life as a sex slave, one of the advisors stated his opinion. Should we ask someone from the village to nominate his daughter? After all, if the daughter can win the emperor's favor, then... Another advisor suggested hesitantly. Who would want to sacrifice their daughter, sister, granddaughter, even if it's for the village's sake? In this case, what we can do is minimize damage. Isn't there a woman without a family? Someone who would deal the village the least damage if we sent her? The village ruler said as he racked his brain for such a woman. The room became silent as everyone was deep in thought. What about that weird girl living alone in the mountains? She's got no living family. Her father is dead. She brings bad luck and that is probably why we lost the war in the first place. Let's capture her and just send her, an elder suggested enthusiastically. The emperor's terms call for a beautiful and talented woman. I don't even remember what the girl looks like. Is she pretty? Is she even talented? Won't we all get executed if we send someone unsuitable? The village head replied anxiously. Good point. I'm not sure what she looks like, but I'm sure she's at least decent looking. We can dress her up and paint her face. For talent, hmm. She's a healer and has some knowledge about herbs, right? Won't that do? The same elder continued to argue his case. Well, the decree does not state that the talent has to be those entertainment like dancing and singing, so perhaps it could work. The village head began to agree. The whole room nodded in agreement at this proposed solution. It was the solution that was most convenient for all of them. No one in the village would as much as complain if that random girl whom they all despised was sent away as a hostage. Well then, where is the girl? To be continued.